Hello, my beautiful sisters. Just wanted to tap in and talk to you about my new publishing company, Rise to Write Publishing, focused on aspiring authors who want to write a book but don't know how, don't know where to start. We will take care of you. We offer ghostwriting. We offer content creation, editing, formatting, you name it. We offer it, whether it's for you or your child. Let's build your legacy and let's get your story out there. Rise to write.com, rise number two, write.com. Welcome to Black Girls in Faith. Make sure you follow. Enjoy. Welcome back, my beautiful sisters. Thanks so much for being a part of this spiritual journey with me. Gratitude on heavy. You are listening for a reason. So this episode, I want to talk about the burnout. Being burnt out from others. Being burnt out from others, I'm not sure if I share it on this podcast, but um, oh yeah, before I share, <laughs> I do want to plug, I do have another podcast, um, my sisters, you know, that are into poetry, spoken word, authentic poetry, spoken word, and inspiration by me, check out my other podcast, please follow and check it out, it's called D's Poetry and Inspiration Podcast, so I did want to share that, but um. I'm not sure if I share, but I am a certified professional life coach. I've had my life coaching business now going on 10 years. It'll actually be 10 years next year. And I got to the point of burnout and um, just being transparent because I believe in transparency. So I got to the point of burnout and I decided that I'm going to actually retire from life coaching in my life coaching business January 1st, 2024, Lord's will. So that will be 10 years of life coaching, spiritual coaching, trauma coaching, crisis coaching, um, relationship coaching, you name it. I've coached it, done there, done there, been there, been there, done there with coaching. And it's bittersweet, you know, um, because, you know, at one point and at one time, I did have a passion for coaching. I loved coaching. And I, you know, I am one of those life coaches that believe in going hard in the paint for each and every client i'm talking about you may come to me for coaching on one situation and i'm coaching you on everything you know and i'm just trying to be there for you i'm just so passionate and everything that i do i don't believe in doing anything halfway um but after a while when you notice that you're going 100 percent for someone but they aren't matching you and reciprocating the same energy you're giving you become burned out you know, and I use life coaching as an example because it's my real life, my true story. But outside of life coaching, just in regular life, you know, dealing with your family, your friends, even your spouse, you know, your adult kids, you may get to a point of feeling burnt out. You're you're doing and doing, you're serving, you know, you're doing charity, you know, you're trying to follow the scriptures, you're trying to be the light and be positive and supportive and do everything that you feel Jesus would do you know let's just put it in common terms but you're becoming drained and I don't think we realize as righteous women women of Christ that we are draining ourselves when we're when we continue to try to go extra hard for someone that it's not willing to go extra hard for themselves. It's like important to make sure that 
we understand our boundaries and our limits when it comes to dealing with people. If you notice, you know, you are being there for someone and they're not being there for themselves and it's like becoming a pattern, then, you know, after a while, you have to take a step back. And we have to remember that we are not saviors. That's not our job. Our job is not to be saviors. Jesus Christ is the savior, the ultimate sacrifice. He came and died for our sins. He is the only person that can save us through believing in him. Repentance, keeping these commandments and laws and believing in Jesus. We are not saviors. We barely saving ourselves out here, okay? Trying to stay on this narrow path. And it's important to be reminded of that in those times when we're trying to be there for someone and they're not trying to be there for themselves and we become burnt out because now we are caring more than they care. And that's a hard pill to swallow because we want the best for our friends, our family, you know, and it's like we we push so hard because it's like, I know you deserve better. You know you deserve better. I want you to have better. But if they're not ready and they can't see what you can see at this moment, at that time, it's pointless, my sisters. It's pointless to continue to go so hard in the paint for someone whose eyes aren't open to their own value. And as a life coach, you know, people hire you to coach them and they hire you to help you motivate them and get them back on track and guide them, you know, along the way of what they should be doing and keeping them accountable. And let me tell you, my sisters, I have, like, my clients I've coached for years, you know, and when so many years go by, when you're coaching clients for three, four years, and you realize you're coaching them on the same stuff, it starts to feel like a slap in the face. And then it's like, for me, I don't do anything for money. I'm not, I'm not money, money motivated. Even when I need the money, I'm still not money motivated. I always put the client first. And just in life in general, I've always been like that. I've always been the person that's very giving and caring and empathetic and sympathetic to where I would give you my last. I will sacrifice my all for others. I've always been like that. And now that I'm in my 30s, you know, I'm in my mid-30s now, and now it's like I'm starting to really understand life. I'm starting to really understand who I am through the scriptures. That's why it's important to read every single day. Read the Bible. You know, if you have a husband, read with your husband. If you have someone, you know, in leadership, you know, that you can read with to make sure that you're reading for under, with understanding. Do that. Have a reading partner. It's important um, because when you read these scriptures and you have understanding and wisdom, it's going to really build you. And, you know, we have to pray for that as well. But it builds you within your spirit. And then you start understanding like, oh, my gosh, the scripture says this. I've been doing all oh, I've been doing it wrong. I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> And you self-examine and you start to understand, like, a lot of things that you're doing could be vanity. It could be vainglory. It could be not of, you know, of not the way, you know, the the scripture says it should be, you know. So it's like we have to make sure we're reading, we're staying uprooted in the scriptures. 
to make sure we are staying in alignment with what's righteous. Because not all the things that we may feel is righteous is righteous. So, um, and I can go deeper in that, but I'm just going to leave that surface level for right now. And I will do another episode and going deeper on that because there's so much in the scriptures that we don't realize. Like, it's really the blueprint. It's the scriptures is the blueprint for us, my sisters. I promise you that. So I do want to talk about giving, you know, um, but we'll say that for another episode. So anyways, yeah, the burnout is real. You know, coaching, I've known, I've always known to have that spirit, you know, that I love to help people. But once, you know, when you realize like years are going by and it's the same issues arising, the same issues arising. And it's just like, oh my gosh, I love this person, you know, as you know, client, um, client coaching relationship. I love this person, I want to see them win because you start feeling like it's on you. You get to a point where you're like, oh my gosh, it's on me. Have I failed my client? You know, and you want to keep fighting for them. And then you're like, you know, you get to the point where you're like, oh my gosh, this is becoming draining. This is becoming draining that this client is still in the same cycle that I have been trying to get him or her out of. And... It starts wearing your spirit down and you have to be okay with letting people go. And I had to get to the point where I'm okay with firing my clients without feeling like I felt them. You know what I mean? Um, because it will start bothering you, <laughs> you know, and I'm just using this as an example. Because it's it's real, you know. Um, sometimes, you know, we have these friendships and these relationships that we're holding on to because we don't want to feel like we failed. Because we don't want to feel like we didn't do enough. And we have to get to the, the point of understanding it's beyond us. It has nothing to do with us. We've done all we can do. And we've done enough. Now we have to hand it over to the Most High God and we have to pray for them and we have to walk away. This is where I'm trying to get at, my sisters. We cannot allow anything or anyone to drain us, to drain us and get us out of the spirit of Christ. Because when you when, when your spirit starts getting drained and sucked dry, you start losing your your light. Your light starts dimming. Your light starts dimming. That negative um, spirit, Satan. Those demons start getting in your ear, talking to you, making you feel like you're defeated, making you feel like you're not good enough, putting all kind of negative thoughts in your head. Negative self-talk starts to erupt in your brain. And so many areas, so many different ways, you know what I mean? Um, Making you feel like you're not worthy, and you are worthy. So, yeah, so I decided, you know, I'm going to retire from coaching. Um, I just really feel like I am. I've just outgrew it. You know, I do still love helping people and being there and lending, lending an ear and, you know, providing whatever kind of feedback I can if asked. 
But as far as, you know, focusing on a career, continuing a career in coaching, I decided that it's time for me to retire. And it's okay. You know, I battled with it. And I had to come to the conclusion that it's okay. It's okay for me. I, you know, it'll be 10 years. Lord's will coming up. You know, I've endured a long, a decade of coaching. And it's okay to walk away from it. And pursue my new venture, which is my publishing company. And, you know, I've been an author now. And continuing that writing. And just pushing my publishing company. And, I, and my podcast. I love, you know, these I love my podcast. I love this podcast I have with you, my sisters, and then my poetry podcast. It's very, my poetry podcast, I'm able to be expressive and, you know, um, read my poetry and my spoken word and my short story. So I just, you know, recommend my sister that you tap into what you love and what you enjoy doing and maintaining your peace. Do not allow anyone to burn you out because it, I mean, professionally, do not let anyone burn you out personally in your personal life. Do not let anyone burn you out because everything is replaceable. And at the end of it all, we don't have the final say. The most high does. The most high has the final say. And sometimes we get in that mode. You know, us women, we love to try to be superheroes and um, super women thinking that we can save situations and people when we can't. You know, all we can do is help and guide. And that's it. You know, we weren't put on this earth to try to be saviors. <laughs> our that's that that wasn't our our um our this our goal from the Most High. You know, was to not be saviors. Like our goal was, you know, our purpose is to be helpmates, helpmates to our husband. If you're married, if you're not married, you know, your your purpose is to continue to follow the Most High and be that light for others. And if you have children, to train your children up, you know, um, according to the scriptures and be good servants of the Most High. You know, that's what we're all living for. If you're following Christ, we're living to be good servants to the Most High. You see all this, all these things, that's all these prophecies that's happening all over the world right now. These just natural disasters that's happening, earthquakes, floodings. Now, you know, recently the bombings in Israel and Gaza. And this is all prophecies that's in the Bible, in the scriptures. You know, in the book of Isaiah, in the book of Revelations, you know, these these prophecies is real. And it's enough for me to understand that I have to keep a mind of peace. I have to stay focused on the most high and I cannot allow anyone to drain my spirit and drain me, you know, because my purpose is bigger and your purpose is bigger too, my sisters, your purpose is bigger than allowing someone to drain you because they are confused within their walk and they are confused within their path. And we can't let it consume us because of that. You know, we can't let anybody else's actions dictate our actions. That's important. That is important. And when I think about, you know, um, we as women, we are something else. We just, we love to just try to 
We really do love to just try to save people, especially in relationships. You may meet someone that may not be up to your standards, but you see a little potential in them. And that little potential you see, man, you turn that little potential into something great (laughs) in your mind and you just create and you, you know, you come up with all different types of future goals for this person that they haven't even considered or that they're not even trying to do but you know in your mind you see the greatness just from the little and that's just us because we were born from the rib of a man you know so we were born to aid you know and it's the reality of it it's you know it's scripture so and you know that probably plays a major role with why we you know, always want to try to save situations and and hold on as long as we can, you know, with trying to help people and then start blaming ourselves. But we have to remember that, you know, the scriptures does say that we are the weaker vessel. So we have to remember that we can only do what we can. And once it gets to that point, we have to be okay with walking away. We have to be okay with letting go and leaning and leaving to the most high. And that's okay. Listen, my sisters, self-examination is real. Self-examination is real. And this year has been a time of self-examination for me. Facing the truth of my reality, of who I am, of where I am, areas of improvement. Listen, getting that Bible and reading in facing your iniquities and your you know your your areas that you need to purge out it gets real when the scriptures is 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 talking about you know a tongue a boastful tongue and pride and all the different areas you know um characteristics of us you know you being denied sometimes because a lot of times when we read the scriptures, we're reading and we're thinking about other people. And I challenge you to not be that person, you know. And if you're not that person, that's great. We should always read the scriptures and look at ourselves and examine ourselves. And I was guilty of that. I used to read the Bible and be like, ooh, that's my mama right there. Or, ooh, that's my homegirl. Ooh, that's my husband. He, he is, this is him. And the whole time, these scriptures are talking about me but because I'm too busy pointing the finger it's hard for me to even see you know and back to like the draining thing so also you know I want to share um sometimes we do things out of vain glory when trying to be there for people and help people and we don't even realize right and that will drain you as well because and when I say vain glory I mean If, you know, you feel the pressure to do things for someone and you're doing it out of pressure, you're not doing it as a servant of the Most High, as charity. You're doing it for vainglory. Everything you do out of righteousness, it should be joyful. It should be joyful. It should be, you should be happy. You should be, you know, doing it with gladness. You know, you shouldn't be doing anything, you know, um, 
to do it just to please someone else and to people please and because you feel like you have to do it because it's pressure you know because that that builds up you know and that contributes to your spirit being drained so it's so much like aspects you know that goes into it and it's important you know charity is important so I do want to bring out a scripture um just realized I haven't brought out a scripture but on charity because the bible talks about charity charity is so important charity is so important and when we think of charity sometimes we think of money and charity is bigger than that you know charity involves loving your brother and your sister and let's go to first corinthians chapter 13 and um let's see let's start with verse 4 so first corinthians 14 and 4 it says charity suffered long and is kind charity envied not charity vaunted not itself is not puffed up verse 5 doth not behave itself unseemly seek not her own is not easily provoked think no evil verse 6 rejoice not in iniquity but rejoice in the truth verse verse 7 bared all things believed all things hoped all things endured all things verse 8 Charity never failed, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. So I just want to bring that out because, you know, charity doesn't envy, you know, and charity is not easily provoked and thinks no evil. So when you're doing good for others and you're loving your brother, you're loving your sister, it's the greatest gift from the most high. And it shouldn't be done, you know, out of vainglory. It shouldn't be done just to people please. And it should be done from the heart, you know. And um, I feel like having a spirit of charity is like, it's so special because it's having that, that undying love. And we all have to get to that point. Where we can have that undying love, joy, that joyful undying love for your brother and sister without feeling like you're pressured into it, you know. And and that's very spiritual. To get to that point, you really have to be working on yourself spiritually. To get to the point where you're able to love your brother and love your sister without becoming burned out, without being burned. And you know what, too, as I see her think about it. That's that's really spiritual because you have to get to the point of being able to understand and know your boundaries, too. Once you understand and learn your boundaries and know like, hey, this is the this is the most I can do. But I I will love I will. I'm sorry. Pray for you. And that's the greatest gift you can give someone is praying for them and, you know, leaving them to the most high to guide them. That's so important because like I said we oftentimes as women have that superwoman cape on and we're trying to be safe like we are trying to save you out of any and every kind of situation and we have to stop that black and latino women we have to stop that we have to really understand that if we're not at peace and our spirit is not right 
nothing is going to prosper. Is it will it will will be deceived into thinking things are prospering when it's not. That's Satan deceiving you for that little time being. But if we want longevity and longevity of peace, and we have to continue to follow the scriptures, we have to protect our peace, and we have to know when we have to walk away and let go and let God. Because that's what it all boils down to. If you're noticing that you're trying to be there for someone and they're not reciprocating that same energy, and you notice that they don't care themselves, you have to walk away from that. You cannot continue to allow yourself to um, fall victim to their games because it's games at this point. And you're being a part of the game show. So we no longer want to be a part of game shows. We no longer want to continue to allow people to drain us as daughters of the Most High because we serve a Father above that will take care of it all. And all we are are just His daughters and humble servants. Okay, it's beyond us. When you get to certain points, you know, you got to say to yourself, this is beyond me. I'm going to give you to the most high in prayer and leave it at that and be okay with walking away from it without feeling guilty, without feeling bad, without feeling like you owe. Listen, you don't listen. I used to be this person feeling like I owe everybody. You don't owe anyone anything, my sister, because we are all responsible for our own salvation. When judgment day comes, and we in front of the Christ, he's not going to be looking around for other people. He's going to be face-to-face with us, okay? Going down that list, communicating directly with us. Not your friends, not your family, not your foes. It's going to be you. You are responsible for your own salvation. So in order to stay on track with your salvation, you have to eliminate what is draining you? When you get to the point where you don't feel like that charity, that charity is becoming envy, hatred, strife, that charity is no longer in love, you need to let it go. Because we're supposed to love. It's one of the biggest, greatest commandments is to love our brothers, love our sisters. And if you start resenting your sisters and your brothers and... It's not feeling how it should feel. You have to check your spirit, check yourself, and evaluate the situation. Is this draining me? Can I continue to endure this friendship? And if you can't, you know, you have the option to communicate that to them, which I think you should. I believe in communication. The Bible talks about it in Matthew 18 that you should definitely be okay with talking to your brother and sister and letting them know you know how you're feeling instead of holding on to it so you should definitely communicate how you're feeling and then after that if you notice no changes you got to be okay with walking away and just praying for them because getting to the point where your spirit is drained you are no good no use to anyone and if you have kids you need to be useful to your kids because you can't train up God-fearing, righteous children when you're drained and the devil all on you from dealing with 
these evil people that's not trying to change. So that's important. So I wanted to bring that out, my sisters. I pray that you were able to gain something from this episode. Please leave a comment if you have any feedback um, on this episode. I hope I was able to articulate it the way I was trying to. <laughs> because I get on this podcast, my sisters, and I do not plan anything that I say. You know, I may have a scripture already in my head that I want to use, but I don't plan. I just talk to you, my sisters, from my spirit, my spiritual journey, what I'm dealing with or what I have already experienced. And I just want this to be that authentic platform. I don't believe in hypocrisy. And I believe in keeping it really being transparent because we are all on the spiritual warfare together. We are all enduring and striving for righteousness. So when that time comes, we can enter into those gates. And that's why I created this podcast because I just wanted to share my journey with others and you know I pray that it's inspirational for you and so feel free to leave comments um please share this podcast um review it leave me a review and feel free to check out my other poetry d poetry and inspiration podcast so my sisters thanks so much for listening let's pray oh father god we thank you so much we thank you for your guidance we thank you for your wisdom Lord, that you continue to increase our wisdom, our discernment, continue to lead us and guide us. And we pray for heads of protection over us. Deliver us from evil, oh Father God. Continue to be with us. Continue to show us who people are through the Spirit. Continue to remove people out of our life that doesn't mean us any good and align us with righteous people, oh Father God. We trust in your will and we thank you. We ask that you continue to uplift our spirit, oh Father God. Deliver us from the the draining the spirit of feeling drained oh father god deliver us from evil oh father god and we trust in your name we trust in your way we trust in your word and we pray that your will be done over our lives watch over our family oh father god and we thank you for this day in jesus name amen 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 my sisters thanks so much for tuning in i pray that is that this episode is a a blessing to you Tune in to the next episode. Most hot in Christ bless my sisters. Thanks for listening.